telling the stories behind the things that you own with a bit of digital help. Welcome back to another Textination interview. I'm Fred Fishkin with us from a company called Artifacts. A-R-T-I-F-C-T-S is CEO and co-founder Heather Nickerson. Hi, Heather. Hey, good morning, Fred. Thanks for having me on the Textination podcast. Well, a pleasure. We all have stuff, sometimes seemingly too much of it, I think, but some <laughs> things have special meaning. You just can't get rid of it. There are stories there very often, and that's where Artifacts comes in. Tell us what you do. Sure, love to. So Artifacts, we are a web and app-based platform. You can find us on the Google Play Store uh, or on Apple, the App Store. Um, we help people capture, preserve, and share the meaning, the history, the stories, the life experience behind all their stuff. It may be something that is very important or valuable, or it could be something that has special meaning to you. It could be a love note or a card or a piece of kit art. Really anything and pretty much everything can be artifacted. This bike was custom built for me. It's based on a bike that was my dad's. My dad took me to my first races. I'm always happiest when I get back on this bike. To me, the sentimental value is significantly greater than the market value. This biscuit recipe was nearly lost. Grandma, why isn't the biscuit recipe in the recipe box? It was so insignificant to my grandma that there wasn't even a name for it. So I call them my grandma's daily biscuits. You have to have a coffee cup that is like old. That's your measuring tool. And you need three of those. <laughs> this was my great grandfather's book. It came to us in his household furniture when I was about uh, five years old. Only 200 of these books on Union and Confederate side are still in existence. It was quarantine and I really needed something to do. Painting is one of the things that I do to express myself. After the pandemic ends, I'm probably going to remember a lot of the sad memories, but then I look at this painting and I remember the accomplishment. When we show it, when we artifact it, it has the ability to continue to live beyond us. So how did this come about? Great question, Brian. So the original idea for artifacts came um, from my mother. She passed away very unexpectedly five years ago. And as the eldest and only girl, I was left with all of her stuff. And what my brothers and I really wanted to do was to keep the things that mattered most to her, that would tell her story. Uh, the only problem with that is that objects, they can't talk. And we, you know, months and months went by as going through stuff and we didn't know what mattered to her. What would we want the next generation to know about her? Um, you know, she had this crystal vase and she, she never used it. Was it because she was saving it because it meant so much to her? Or was it because, you know, Aunt Mildred gave it to her and she doesn't really like Aunt Mildred. So we just, we didn't know. And we were just paralyzed by what do we keep? What do we rehome? What do we donate? Um, we really wish she had told us the stories behind her things. Very interesting. And so you, you have a, a, a partner with this too, a co-founder. Co yes, I do. So Ellen Goodwin is my co-founder and CSO with Artifacts. We've known each other for 20 plus years now. Uh, we both were a new analyst at the Central Intelligence Agency. We went through training together. And then we both, after about a decade there, um, went our separate ways. We uh, helped grow and run startups. Um, myself in the security and privacy sector, Ellen in data technology and um, data management. 
And then we reunited actually with our daughters. We both have a love for travel and we have daughters that are about a year apart from each other. And we wanted to, once the girls were, you know, six and five respectively, we wanted to take them places to see the world that wasn't necessarily, you know, the same way that we, we live here in the U.S. So we started going on four day uh, kind of long weekend girl trips with them. And that really reunited the friendship and really got us talking about all the things we'd want to do and companies we want to run and grow and start. And that led to the, the founding of Artifacts together. Fascinating. Well, Artifacts, as you said, can be for anything. But uh, looking at it, art seems to have some prominence. Tell me about that. <laughs> Yes, we've had a lot of early traction with art and artists. We have a lot of folks who are creators on the platform. Um, one great example is we have a National Geographic award-winning photographer. He's based out of Wimberley, Texas, and he loves artifacts because he can use it to tell the story behind his photographs, behind his artwork. And he even, with artifacts, you can print off a QR code and it helps connect the digital with the physical. So he uses the QR codes in his gallery so people that can come and scan the code, read the story, hear him talk about, you know, the rhinos in the photo or the elephants or whatever that photo is, the horses. Um, they're gorgeous photos. You can go on our site, um, search for at Rodney, and you can see his work. It's truly amazing. Um, we also have a lot of young folks who themselves are budding artists or creators, and they really like artifacts because it's a place for them to, you know, be show off their work. They're not trying to sell it. It's maybe not picture perfect like with Instagram, but they really like using artifacts to, again, tell the story behind the work, show, show it, and safely share it. Well, step us through the user experience here from, from, the, from the start. Sure, happy to. So it's pretty simple. Um, we designed artifacts to be as easy as possible. It's four simple steps. First is choosing your object. We often joke, maybe there should be an asterisk of find the object. Um, you don't know what bin or box or where it is, but choose the object. Uh, then take a photo and add audio and video if you want to. You then add the story. And it's really important when you hear a story, it doesn't have to be a novel. It could be five words. You know, my grandmother gave me this end of story. That's why it matters to me. Or it could be several paragraphs. And then you upload and you've now created an artifact. So again, four easy steps, pick the object, take a photo, add video or audio, add a story, upload. With that, you now, you could do nothing else. And that artifact is safely stored um, on our platform for as long as you want it to be. If, however, you want to do more with artifacts, and a lot of folks do, this is where the other features come into play. You can attach documentation. If you're an export to your homeowner's insurance uh, agent or to your estate plan, add the receipt, attach the certificate of appraisal, um, maybe the certificate of authenticity. There's a lot you can do with documentation. You can also add in measurements. So if you're you know, either thinking about moving or relocating or downsizing, or maybe you want to sell an object or it's in storage, make sure you have the measurements. That's really important data um, that you need when you think about starting to move objects. Um, another thing you can do with artifacts, I mentioned the QR codes. So you can print off a QR code and connect that digital and that physical, the digital story with the physical object. Um, you can also share. And we built artifacts to be private by default, but you can choose to privately share with friends or family. You can also choose to publicly share. So with a click of a button, you can easily export your artifact over into Facebook, put it on your Instagram feed, whatever you want to do or however you want to interact with it. You have the ability to do that with artifacts. 
Sounds like a an inventory system that's really, really versatile. <laughs> <laughs> Super versatile. And it's almost, it's, I think the other big thing is it's fun. You know, we've, we've built artifacts to be very engaging. It's not a lot of inventory apps you go through, you just, you keep on checking boxes. With artifacts, you can tell the story. Again, you can share it and you have the ability to give people edit control. So I can share an artifact with my brother and say, hey, dear brother, I only remember half of the story. Do you know the other half? You know, what did mom do with this when you were in the house? Um, so he can add that story to it. So it's very collaborative too. So it's not just a, a stationary inventory app. It goes in the system and it's done. There's a lot of back and forth, a lot of ways you can interact with your artifact kind of in the real world. And there are so many stories, I guess, that, that you've heard. You've, you've shared a one or two. Are there, are there others sort of offbeat kinds of things that you've heard about this being used for? Yes. Yeah, so we, we love our members. Um, they love reaching out and giving us feedback and sharing their stories, kind of their, their wins with artifacts with us. Um, one that I think one of my favorites is we have a artifacts member who is downsizing after 30 years, moving from a 4,000 square foot home to a 2,000 square foot condo. And they've been in the family home for about 20 years before that lived overseas and never once really went through their stuff. They just kept, you know, overseas, moving place to place, moving back to the States, you know, had a bunch of kids, stuff grew. And now having to go literally to have the, the living space and size, um, they're using artifacts to, to really capture and preserve those memories behind those items, but then letting the items go and either donating them or rehoming them, but they know they physically cannot take all that stuff into their new residence. So for them, artifacts is a tool. And some of the feedback has just been, there's, there's no way we'd be able to move without artifacts. There's no way we could let these things go if we didn't have a way to, to, to preserve that memory, not just for us, but for the kids. So that's a really nice success story. Um, we've also have a lot of folks who are travelers or collectors on artifacts. Um, one of our users, she's um, in her 80s. She loves artifacts for all of her different collections. She's got a spoon collection from traveling the world for 20 plus years. She's got a coin collection. She's got um, an old like family photo collection. And she picks kind of, you know, once a month, she'll pick a different collection and she'll go through an artifact. And then what we love about this is that she'll then share those artifacts with her grown sons who either one may not know she even has the collection. Like she did the coin collection recently and the feedback we got was, oh my gosh, my sons had no idea I had this. And now they all want to keep the collection in the family. Um, she likes to kind of poke and prod at her sons that way and get responses from them and, and interest too in keeping the items now that they know the story. So. How do you deal with questions people might have about, okay, I'm putting this in the cloud. They have to, one, have faith that artifact is going to be there for a long time. And uh, number two, I guess they say, well, can I download everything in one big lump here and, and have all of, all of this data my, myself? Yeah, great question, Fred. And that's, I think, the beauty of Ellen and I both being former CIA and knowing the value of security and privacy and your information. From day one, we've designed artifacts to be incredibly secure. Um, we host the platform on AWS, which is you know, the best non-government grade encryption and platform that, that we can have. Um, we also, in designing artifacts, 
Um, first and foremost, you have a legacy contact. So when you register your account and you go through and create your account settings, you know, pick someone, or actually you can pick two people, pick two individuals that just something happened to you. They're your legacy contacts. They can then have control of your account. They can then decide what to do with your artifacts. We never want your artifacts to be lost in cyberspace. If you're putting all this time and effort into making them, we know they have value. We want to make sure that value is passed on to the next generation or, or to ever, you know, who you want to have it. Um, we've also been very, very, I think, um, very clear about our intent is to ensure that the platform itself, it's it's stable. Um, we have the ability, we've mapped out in our own roadmap that you know if something were to happen to artifacts, we have that 30 plus day kind of shutdown period. So that way that there would never be an instance where you wake up tomorrow and your artifacts are gone. Um, there'd be a very clear explanation of, you know, here's how you download, here's how you export. Um, we don't intend for that to happen. Um, we built this to be, you know, a very long lasting um, kind of evergreen type of platform. And then the other point, Fred, about exporting. So we have with any artifact or your entire collection, you can choose to export uh, with literally a click of a button. You can choose to export to a Word doc, to an Excel spreadsheet, to a PDF or a zip file. If you have documentation or audio or video that you've attached, use the zip file. Um, what makes us really different too from other online platforms is that when you export your artifact and you download that information, you get it back in the original quality and the original size. So we don't compress your files when you get them back. So if you upload a video and then you export it with artifacts, you get the original video. It's not some super teeny tiny compressed file that no one can see. <laughs> so that was really important to us in designing the platform. It's your information, your data, um, your artifacts. Terrific. So tell us how it works for people to subscribe to this. There you have different plans available. Yes, we do. So we are a freemium based model. So you can try artifacts totally for free. Your first five artifacts, give it a try. We don't ask for your credit card information. It really is no strings attached. We then have two paid subscription tiers. You can do uh, 30 artifacts for $36 a year, uh, or you can choose to do unlimited artifacts for $89 a year. And the unlimited plan also gives you the ability to add up to three friends and family to your account. Um, your artifacts would all stay separate. We're not commingling artifacts, but you essentially get four accounts for the price of one. Um, we have found that most of our members choose the unlimited options. They, they really enjoy artifacting with others and having that ability to collaborate, to edit artifacts together. Um, we also, for Mother's Day, we're running a special promotion where you gift one, get one. So any user or any members that subscribe now through the, the end of May and gift an artifacts account, a great gift for mom. Um, you can also, we'll, we'll give you a free account as well. So there, there are various ways people can use this. Have you heard of people like going through their photo albums, for instance, in one picture at a time, telling the story behind at least the, those photos that stir up memories? <laughs> yes, we definitely have seen a lot of users go through old photo albums. And for them, the feedback we've gotten is that artifacts enables them to tell stories and enables them to pick maybe the most important photos that they want the story told. So you may have boxes and boxes of photos. Go through, you know, pick the ones that really matter most to you or tell that piece of your family history. Um, my co-founder was at home artifacting with her parents um, last month, and she has a great example going through 
old photo albums found a photo of her mom playing tennis and she never knew her mom played tennis and she ended up asking her dad and she's got this great artifact that's public on the system and she recorded a video of him telling the story behind the photo and the punchline being that yeah you know she played tennis in college it was part of one of her graded courses and she got a b and there were no nets involved so it's, it added so much more dimension, not just now there's a random photo of, you know, mom playing tennis, but now there's this photo that has a story. And she's also got her dad um, video telling and joking about it. So it's become this really neat artifact. Um, the other thing about photos, we have a lot of folks ask, like I've, I've got bins and boxes of photos. Um, so at Artifacts, we have a network of partners and one of them is a photo digitization company. And they help people digitize their photos. And then once they have them digitized, it's really easy to go through and artifact them. Um, it takes kind of the pain point of having to photograph each and every photo they do. Very interesting. So for more info, where do we go? Um, go to artifacts.com, A-R-T, ifcts.com and see our site and also again in google play and the app store wonderful heather nickerson thank you so much for taking the time with us thank you fred really appreciate it have a great day now this it takes a lot of listening to build a better radio and that's just what the folks at sea crane have done Bob Crane and his crew, nestled among the rivers and tallest trees in the world in Fortuna, California, have made a habit of listening to their customers. And that's just what they've done in building the CC Skywave SSB, the Swiss Army knife of portable radios. For everyday listening to AM or FM in the yard or patio or on the nightstand, without having to drain a mobile phone battery, it's a great companion. But it is also a companion equipped for NOAA weather information and alerts that can be life-saving. You can listen to FEMA and Coast Guard transmissions, too. Beyond all of that, you can tune into shortwave signals from around the world. It's compact, easy to take with you, and built to last. The CC Skywave SSB. Click on the link at textonation.com.